Welcome to the Producers Bank Podcast, where we share weekly our best insights, ideas, and thinking in finance and investing for producers in a world of change, disruption, and chaos. Welcome to the Producers Bank Podcast, where we share weekly our best inside ideas and thinking in finance and investing for producers in a world of change, disruption, and chaos. I'm MC Lobster, and I'm joined by Carl Schnitzer. Carl, great to see you. Hey, MC. Good to see you today. This is a very, very important episode, because if you are a producer and you wish to protect your financial capital in the world of today, it's very important to understand and be aware of the dangers to your capital and what are some of the wealth destroyers that are your biggest dangers to capital. So the number one wealth destroyer that you should be aware of, that you do not want to be put on the opposite side of a compound interest equation of, is taxes. It's your biggest expense. It will always be your biggest expense if you don't manage it properly and if you don't have a strategy to limit and reduce your taxes legally. Yeah, you know, taxes obviously like you said it's it's one of the biggest if not the biggest expense in in a household budget and when you, you know, look at one thing we're going to talk about is opportunity cost and when you look at the opportunity cost of the amount of taxes you pay, you know, year after year after year, the 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 lost opportunity cost of that is is massive. It's incredible. And uh, I'm going to give you an example of what I talk about uh, being put on the opposite side of a compound interest equation. So let's just say, hypothetically, you have a dollar in your pocket and you double that dollar 20 times. Well, if you double a dollar 20 times, you're going to end up with one million $48,576. So you're going to clear a million when you double that dollar 20 times. What if you had to pay 25% in taxes every with every single double of that dollar? That is going to leave you after doubling a dollar 20 times and with every uh, double you take out 25% for taxes, it's going to leave you with 72000 So let me repeat that. The difference between doubling a dollar 20 times without taxes is $1,048,576. And if you're taxed at 25% with every double, you only end up with $72,570.64. That is a compound interest equation, friends, that is... Absolutely not the one that you want to be on the wrong side of. Yeah, that's crazy. It's every single time I see this, it shocks me. It shouldn't, but it does. And I pulled this in preparation for this episode. So I I looked at it even before we started recording and it still makes me nauseous. So you want to have a strategy to combat this wealth destroyer and do it legally. Because if if you don't have a strategy to combat this wealth destroyer. As you can see, you're being put on 
the opposite side of a compound interest equation that will essentially uh, trap you at a certain level when it comes to wealth accumulation in your personal business and investment life. So it's very, very important. Another thing that I also just want to share with that wealth destroyer, this is the number one wealth destroyer that family offices focus on. You know, I was sitting in a family office the one time um, discussing with advisors and they were just sharing, you know, just some planning strategies with me. And 20 minutes into it, I said to them, you know, we've only been talking about taxes for about 20 minutes now. And the one advisor uh, turned to me and said, he said, MC, just think about it this way. If we reduce the taxes of this family that has a net worth of over $100 million, that's why they have a single family office. If we reduce their, their taxes this year by 20%, there's no return on the marketplace that'll beat that. And then number two, think about that 20% in tax savings compounding over five years, 10 years, 15, and 20 years. Because these families and the advisors that serve them understand the power of having a strategy against this wealth destroyer and also the effect that it has uh, compounding. You can either be on the right side of this compound equation or on the wrong side. Um, The silent tax that also compounds against you is inflation which is your second wealth destroyer that you should have a strategy for. And right now, we don't actually have to talk a lot about inflation, what it is, or how it works, because everybody is feeling the effects of inflation, which is an expanding currency supply through all of these higher uh, prices that they're paying for everything that they need to to live. Yeah. When you think of inflation too, you know, it's when when you just think of you know a dollar you know 50 years ago what did a dollar get from what could you get with a dollar when you went into a store you know obviously i wasn't around for that but from what i've heard you could get multiple things with one dollar you know i've never personally seen it but apparently you used to be able to and now if you go into a dollar you know you, you may be able to get you know a stick of gum or something super small but that is inflation over over the long haul the dollar loses its value Yep. So if you are not positioned, essentially, for this silent tax, as people call it, um, then you're you're going to put yourself on the wrong side of another compound interest equation. The third uh, wealth destroyer that you absolutely should be aware of is financial expenses and fees. You know, because again, this is especially in the in the stock market. If you're putting, want to put yourself on the wrong side of another compound equation, just as the capital uh, compounds inside of your brokerage account over time, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 years. um, So, so do the fees. So do the fees. And so much so so that if you look at actually uh, what remains, from your from your capital after the fees have eroded it you know over the the course of 10 15 20 30 years it's it's quite shocking yeah john bogle he's the the founder of vanguard he's been pretty public and and has articles written on how he's he's done the math and he's showed that the compounded cost of mutual fund fees it can eat up to 80% of your retirement account you know at the time you go to withdraw it so 
you know, to put that in perspective, just say you're contributing enough to finish with $10 million. Well, after the cost of fees, you know, the compounded cost of the fees, you could be left with $2 million when you were on track for 10. That's 80% you could have lost to compounded fees. Another wealth destroyer is market corrections. Because when markets go down, it could take a long time to uh, to come back to where they were. And in some cases, you would have to get a significant... Um, a significantly bigger return on your overall portfolio just to catch up and break even again. I think an example of what you used uh, was $100,000 in a brokerage account that loses 50% is now worth only $50,000. And then when you make 50% on that $50,000, you're back to $75,000. You're not back to $100,000. You're not even at break even. And we covered that in our episode where we discussed the average rate of return. So market corrections and downturns are massive, massive wealth destroyers. Um, so that's something that you know every single producer needs to be aware of. And that's why within our strategy, you want to position your capital to uh, grow your business and your investment portfolio while in control and not just handing it over to someone that have told you they know more than the, than you do uh, because they don't, because the downturns uh, could take very, very long to, to, to catch up. And that, of course, leads to opportunity cost. Opportunity cost is a massive, massive wealth destroyer. So what's opportunity cost? Opportunity cost is when you do one thing with your money, you can't do another thing with your money. Uh, and you might miss out on the, an opportunity of growing your capital because your money is already um, deployed into another vehicle, right? So when your money is in the stock market and it's there for the long term, 10, 20, 30, 40 years, that's all you can do with it, right? And you must, you could miss all of these other opportunities to grow your business buy other ancillary business in your niche that your business already is operating and or invest in passive income investments um, that uh, generates cash flow for you every uh, single month. Uh, if you also lose money in the stock market and now cash out, well, there's not only the, the, the losses of the market itself, but what you could have actually done with that money. So within our strategy that we share, we share this strategy to combat opportunity cost. You can position your capital effectively and efficiently in the producer's capital account where it grows uninterrupted and it compounds tax-free, but it also uh, allows you to establish a credit line against that capital to then use it to go deploy it in your business or um, helps you acquire other investments. Yeah. So, you know, and I think just to throw a few figures out so people can realize the massive, massive um, cost of opportunity cost. There's there's some figures here. And when we work with clients and we set up, you know, producer capital accounts, we like to look over multiple generations and we like to plan for, you know, a legacy and and transferring this wealth to the next generation. So when we look at opportunity cost, we're not only looking at our lifetime, but we're looking at you know our, our generational 
wealth that's being passed down into our children's lifetime. So a couple quick figures, you know, even just a $5,000 purchase has an opportunity cost over 50 years, uh, figuring for a 5% interest rate of $57,000 over 200 years, which sounds crazy. That could only be four or five generations away. That $5,000 has an opportunity cost of $86,000. You know, a a $30,000, say you go out and you buy a car with $30,000 cash, or you have a $30,000 tax bill, or you have a $30,000 loss in the market. The opportunity cost of that over 100 years is $3.9 million. So, you know, over 100 years could be two or three generations away. That has an opportunity cost of multi millions of dollars from one. Uh, wealth destroyer of $30,000. The final wealth destroyer that we're going to take a look at is that of lawsuits. Now, obviously, we live in a very litigious society in North America, and you want to have proper asset protection and estate planning in place uh, before the inevitable happens as a producer and a creator, because you really don't have to do anything wrong in North America, especially (laughs) in the United States, to get sued, right? Yeah, I think the statistic is 90% of lawsuits globally happen in the United States. <laughs> it's incredible. It is absolutely incredible. So this is extremely important to understand and be aware of. There are wealth destroyers out there. And if you are not cognizant about this, they will destroy and erode your wealth over time. So you need a strategy to combat each one of these wealth destroyers. You need a strategy to combat taxes and do it legally. You need a strategy to combat inflation. You need a strategy to combat financial expenses and fees. You need a strategy to combat market drawdowns and market corrections. And you need a strategy to protect uh, everything that you produce and create, everything that you position and everything that you deploy within your personal business and investing economy through proper asset protection and estate planning. If you're interested to learn more about our strategy uh, and our financial strategy specifically, uh, in which we share of how you can create your own banking system, you could go to theproducersbank.com, theproducersbank.com. Any final words, Carl? Yeah, my my final thought is, you know, when it comes to taxes as a wealth destroyer, you know, I would I would encourage you. There's a really good book out there. It's called Cashflow Quadrant, written by Robert Kiyosaki, and in that book, he talks about the four quadrants where you earn or gain income. Uh, they're employee, self-employed, business owner, and investor. You know, all of your income that you get is one of those four quadrants. And he talks about the tax efficiency of each quadrant. So, you know, what I challenge you to do is look at your income, where all your income streams are coming in from, and determine is it from an employee income, self employed income, business owner, or investor? And is that a tax efficient quadrant? Um, and, and could you make it any more efficient with a, with a current, with a proper strategy in place? And just to add on to that, right, the cash flow quadrant is quite incredible because if you look at the cash flow quadrant, the most tax efficient ways to earn your income also combats inflation 
And it also is the areas that will reduce your financial expenses and fees the most. It also gives you more control over market corrections and market drawdowns. And it also uh, positions you favorably when it comes to asset protection and estate planning. So great point.